Praise the Lord. Very shortly, I want to talk about set the Lord before you. Because he owns, he holds that pillar of your life. He holds it. Set the Lord before you. Turn with me to Psalm 16, verse 8. Psalm 16, verse 8. David said, I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. I shall not be what? Why? Because you have set him at your right side. You have set him before you. And he's always at your right hand. And you shall not be moved. When we talk of move, it's not moving from one place to another. In Nigeria, we say no shaking. When we say no shaking, it means nothing can shake you. Irrespective of circumstances, nothing can shake you. So when we talk about putting God before you, setting him before you, what is that circumstances that can shake you? No way. Nothing. That river might look stronger. The current might look stronger. But I'm telling you, you will never be washed away. Amen. Hallelujah. So, looking at Psalm 16 verse 8, what is David talking about when he said, I've set the Lord always before me. Please take note of always. Always before me. That is every time. Every moment, every second, David is confirming that I've always set God before me. And what does it mean? That is, center his thought on the Lord. Whatever he wants to do, he center it on the Lord. He has set his mind. Brethren, I'm telling you this now also. You can as well set your mind on the Lord. That is, you focus your belief on the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many of us, as you take note of compass, this uh, that shows direction? If you look at every drawing, the, the compass itself always points to the, to the north. They will draw it to the north. This is what gives direction. If you see any comp, uh, compass, no matter how you disturb it, it will always go back to the north. And that is what David also is saying that irrespective of what happened, whatever the circumstances that make him to move, he will always move back to the Lord. So what is that circumstances that is, you are looking as a mountain? All you need to do is to center your mind towards God. And nothing can move you. Nothing can shake you. There may be a setback. Yes, there might be a setback. But I'm telling you that once you make Lord as your epic center of thought, when you make him the center of, center of your life, nothing will take you away from him. Praise the Lord. Because you will always come back to him. And once you are back to him, he is your point of reference. David said, I've said the Lord always before me. 
Because he is at my right hand, and I shall not be moved. Can somebody say, I shall not be moved? There are circumstances in your life. You are pronouncing to it now that he cannot move you. Because you have set the Lord at your right hand. You have set him before you. You look at the concrete. When concrete is, when, when concrete is mixed, the moment concrete set, you need something to move it. Wherever you pour it, example are these columns that you are seeing here. They are made of concrete. It's set. Even when it is still wet, the moment it's set, you need something to move it. So David is saying that I've set the Lord always before me. And I shall not be moved. Praise the Lord. Because God is the ultimate fulfiller of all. He is all in all in our life. That is why we need to make him the center of gravity of our life. Everything falls towards the center of gravity. When the circumstances come, he will push you towards the center of gravity of God. And because you already set him before you, nothing will move you. Amen. Hallelujah. So our mind should focus on him every time, from time to time. We should focus our mind on, on God. And this is what David was saying here that he has said the Lord always before him. David got two major benefits from setting his mind on the Lord. Number one, it made him unshakable. I'm telling you also this night, when you make God, when you set God before you, you will be unshakable. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can move you. The circumstances may bring setback. But brethren, I'm assuring you, because you have God as the epic center of that, your life, nothing will move you. Let's go back to, I think, Psalm 15, the last, the last verse. Psalm 15, the last verse. Brother Matthew, do you have the mic with you there? I get it for you. Psalm 15, last verse. He that putteth not out his money to a sorry, nor taketh reward against the innocent, he that doeth these things shall never be moved. Praise the Lord. The last line of Psalm 15 said that those who live a holy lifestyle will not be moved. You see, David prepared himself before that 16. In the other world, if you leave the other side of the, if you look at it from the other direction, that means if you are not living according to the holy life, what is he saying? Brethren, let us live an holy life. So that we will not be moved. So that we will not be shaken. No matter what is happening, because you have been firmly rooted in him, nothing will move you. Praise the Lord. So, the event of life did not move David at all. 
because he's firmly rooted in the Lord. And whatever happened, David always go back to God. I say, Lord, here I am. Deliver me. Let's look at Isaiah 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Because he trusted in him, he will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stay on him. Him now here is God. So when you trust God, and you keep your mind towards him, Isaiah also is confirming that you will not be moved. Because your mind is stayed on him. Because you trusted him. Praise the Lord. So a mind that is stayed, set peace on the Lord, we have peace. If, you, if nothing moves you, you enjoy the peace of God. Praise the Lord. That's what the Isaiah also is was talking about there. Then the second thing that David enjoyed in that Psalm 16 verse 8, David lived in joy. Why? Because his mind was set on the Lord. That is once you set your mind on the Lord, you will live a joyful life. Let's read further in that uh, 16. Let's look at verse 9. Therefore, my heart is glad. You see? Praise the Lord, brother. That's okay. He said, therefore, my life, my heart is glad. So when you set God before you, you will experience this kind of joyful moment every time. In Psalm 23, he wrote, the Lord is my shepherd. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no what? No evil. Why? Because he has set the Lord before him. No matter how that darkness is, what is that darkness in your life? What is that situation that is disturbing you? That looks like valley of death to you? Is it your job? Is it your children? Is it what you desire? God makes things beautiful in his own time. Because he holds the pillar of your life. He holds that pillar of your life. He makes things work out for you. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? How is that possible? That you walk through the shadow of death. If you want to experience what I'm talking about, 1 a.m. go to graveyard. Begin to walk alone. Let's say there is no light. All your ear will swell up as if something is following you. So you can see the confidence in David. Because he has set the Lord before him. Nothing will move him. But you need awareness. You have to be aware that God is with you. There's somebody in the book of Genesis. God was with him, he didn't know. We know the story. That is Jacob. Jacob was at a place. 
in Genesis 28, that's where we have the story. He was at a place, he didn't know that God was there until he slept and had a dream. And God appeared to him. And when he woke up, he suddenly realized that, that is in verse 16, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know. Brethren, be careful, God is here. God is here. God don't joke. He doesn't understand joke. Don't sleep this night. This night might be your moment. It might be your time. It might be the day that God has chosen to answer your prayer. Praise the Lord. You need awareness. Wherever you are, that the presence of God is there. You need that awareness. So David was more aware that wherever he is, whatever he does, that God is always there. Whatever the circumstances around him, he knew this. That is why he said he has set the Lord before him. Because he made him the center of his thinking. So what are we talking about? His mindset is always on the Lord. Let your mindset always be on the Lord. Praise the Lord. In contrast, those who, who set their mind on the Lord, let's look at Romans 1, verse 28. This Romans is talking about people who does the opposite of what we are talking about. Roman, Romans 1, 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And even as they did not retain God in their knowledge, they have taken God out of their knowledge. They believe that they own that knowledge. So God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Their choice was to exclude God in their own thinking, in their own thought. Not only they did not want God as the center of everything, they wanted him out of their thinking altogether. They didn't, they didn't even want to acknowledge him. The next few verses then reveal what kind of thing filled their vacuum because they didn't set God before them. Let's read quickly, read 29 to 31. Being filled with all unrighteousness. All kind of wickedness. All kind of unrighteousness. Sexual immorality. Sexual immorality. Wickedness. Covetousness. Maliciousness. Full of envy. Murder. Strife. Deceit. Evil mindedness. They are whisperers. Backbiters. Haters of God. Violent. Proud. Boasters. Inventors of evil things. Disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. Praise the Lord. You see, because they have not said God before them, you see all sorts of things that is in their life. But the good news is this for us. 
by setting our mind on God, that is, on the things of God, we open the floodgate of goodness. When you set your mind towards him, you are open that floodgate. He says he's going to open a double gate that no one will be able to do what? To shut down. No one. So the Bible clearly teaches that God is with every one of us 24-7. He's with us 24-7. All you need to do is to set him before you. If you don't set him before you, you have had what we read from the book of Romans 1, from 29 to 31. I pray we will not belong to that group in Jesus' name. Let's look at Hebrews 13.5. God is with us 24 hours. And there's a promise in that book of Hebrews 13.5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yes. Once you set him before you, the last line is confirming what will happen. He will never leave you. Praise the Lord. So brethren, as you are sitting down, begin to see area that you are going contrary to what God has for you. And begin to tell him that, Lord, have mercy and forgive me. Because these are the things that can take you away from him. Appreciate God and tell him, God, I know you are a forgiving father. Have mercy and forgive me. Begin to talk to God as you sit down. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's go back to Psalm 16, verse 8. I read from King James Version. I've said the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. I shall not be moved. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 Say, pray without ceasing. So, if you have received Christ as your personal Savior, then you know that he will never forsake you. He will never leave you, as he has said in that book of Hebrew. That is the why the psalmist is tell, telling us that he has made Jesus Christ his Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. So he is ready to hear every prayer that we are going to pray tonight. Whatever prayer we present to him, whatever prayer we table before him, our Lord is ready to hear that prayer. That circumstances you are thinking is a mountain. It's going to be level right now, right here, this night, in the mighty name of Jesus. So he is saying that he is at right hand. So let's use our right hand to pray this night. We are going to use our right hand to pray this night. And you know, whatever you touch with your hand, you, because you have set God before you, then whatever you touch with your hand, God will always answer that prayer. So at this point, there are people that will lead us in this prayer, and uh, I'll be calling them one by one out, so that you will understand better that when you set the Lord before you, he's always at your right hand. Let's everybody raise off his right hand. 
Now, if you raise it up this way, which of the fingers is closer to you? Whichever way, your right, which of the finger is closer to you? The thumb. Praise the Lord. Let's put our hand down. So we are going to begin our prayer by praying for those that are closer to us. Your thumb is the finger that is closer to you. So this time, we are going to pray for those that are closer to us. Who are those people? Your family. Your relatives. So I will call on Sister Shade to come for 15 minutes to lead us in the prayer for those that are closer to us. The relative. Let's give God a round of applause. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy shall never come to an end. you to stand up and sing this song with me this evening because this God is so faithful to us. Let's sing this song together once again. The steadfast love of the Lord never cease. His message shall never come to us to pray this evening as we are standing up. I want you to thank God and praise God for his faithfulness in your life. Thank God for his mercies and his faithfulness in your life, in your home, in the life of your loved ones. Begin to appreciate God since the beginning of this year, since January up to this August that we are. Begin to appreciate God for his faithfulness in your life. Let's pray, church. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, 
Father, in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We, are, we adore you. We give you praise, O Lord, this evening. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done in our life. We thank you, Lord Jesus, O Lord, from the beginning of this year, from January up to this August, O Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness in our life, in our home, in our marriages, O Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness in the life of our relative and our lost one. Glory be to your name, O Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. We are going to pray before we pray. That means the, the, the Spirit of God is one. I, I want to use this, Psalm 16, verse 8, that says, I have said the Lord always before me, because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. This evening, I want us to pray for the, uh, our, our husbands, the head of the family. I want you to pray for them that the Lord will help them to say the Lord before them always. That God should help them, that they should serve the Lord before them always, and they shall not be moved with any challenges of life. Also, we should pray for them that the power of enemy will not overtake, over, will not overcome their life in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Pray, 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 pray for the head of the family that the power of God will be upon them. Pray for them that they will always say the Lord before them and they shall not be moved with any challenges of life. Pray for them and God will protect them. Let us pray for our head, the head of the family, which is our husbands, our fathers. Let's pray for them. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord. We commit the head of the family. It's your hand, the fathers. Oh, Lord, Father, we pray that you will help them. They will always set you, Lord, before them. Always set you before them, and they shall not be moved with any challenges of life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, they will not be moved with the power or principalities of darkness of this world. They will not be moved with the things of this world. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We give you praise, O Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You continue to protect them as the head of the family. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Isaiah 40, 29 says, It gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, it increase their strength. We are going to pray that God should increase the, 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 uh, uh, increase the power of the head of the family as well, that the Holy Spirit will be mighty in their life. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's pray for them. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we pray for the fathers, O oh Lord. We pray for them, O oh Lord, that your hand will be upon them. Holy Spirit, O oh Lord, they will never faint. They will never weary. They will never be tired. In the mighty name of Jesus, your hand will continually be upon them in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for the head of our family. I pray for physical strength, spiritual strength in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. Father, they will never be weary. They will never faint. And they will never be tired 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. And also, I want us to pray for our mothers, the mothers of home, of our homes, the mothers of our family, that they will be instruments in the hand of God. Like Deborah, like, like Esther, in Jesus' name. Let us pray for them. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, O oh Lord, we pray. For the mother of our homes, O oh Lord, I pray for all the mothers in the bread of life fellowship, O oh Lord. Father, you will use each and every one of us, O oh like Deborah, like Esther, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. Father, we will be an instrument in your hands, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. Father, I pray this evening, I pray for all the mothers, O oh Lord, that we will never be an instrument in the hands of enemies, we will never be an instrument in the hand of devil, into our family, in the mighty name of Jesus. Even into the church of God, we will never be an instrument in the hand of devil, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. And also we are going to pray for our children. Uh, we are going to pray for our children. We read the Psalm 32 verse 8. Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. This evening we are going to pray for our children, that God will guide all our children, that God will instruct them, He will teach them His way. Our children will not go astray in the mighty name of Jesus, and the eyes of God will be upon them always. Let's pray for our children. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, oh Lord, Father, we pray this evening, we pray for all our children, all the children of the Bread of Life Fellowship, oh Lord, Father, we pray for them, O oh Lord, wherever they are. Father, Holy Spirit, your hand will always be upon them. You will continue to guide them in all their ways, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Teach them to do your will, O oh Lord. Father, these children will commit them into your hand, O oh Lord. Father, they will never go astray in the mighty name of Jesus. They will never be wayward, O oh Lord. They will do according to your will, according to your purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. The enemy will not snatch these children away from your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, be with them, O oh Lord. Guide them and protect them. Wherever they go, wherever they are. These children, they are yours, O oh Lord. Father, I pray for the wisdom of God. Follow for them, O Lord, to do according to your will. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, these children will not strain away from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We are going to continue our prayer this evening. In Colossians 3, 14 to 15. Colossians 3, chapter 3. Verse 40 to 15 says, But above all, above all this thing, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. This evening we are going to pray for love. We are going to pray for unity and peace of God to reign in every home, in our life. In our family, the peace of God. Let's pray this evening that the peace of God will reign in Jesus' name. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Father, we pray this evening. I pray for every family in the bread of life, family in the bread of life fellowship, O Lord. I pray for every family that the love of God will reign in the mighty name of Jesus. There will be unity. There will be love in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Father, I come against every disunity in every home, in the life of, in the, in the life of our brethren, in bread of life fellowship, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for the peace of God to reign in every home. I pray for the peace of God to reign in every life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for unity. I pray for love from above. The love of Christ will reign in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Brethren, I want us to do one assignment this night. I want us to pray for all the families that are looking for the fruit of the womb. They are seeking God day and night. They are seeking for the fruit of the womb. That God will visit them as he visited Anna in Shiloh. In First Samuel chapter 1 verse 19. That God should visit these sisters, these family that are seeking for the fruit of the womb. And uh, church, I want us to pray for them with all our heart this evening. Pray for them. Intercede for them. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, oh Lord, Father, I pray for all the families of God that are seeking for the fruit of the womb in this church or wherever they are, all our relatives that are seeking for the fruit of the womb, oh Lord. Father, I pray this evening that you, Lord, you will reach them, oh Lord. Reach out to them, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. As you visited Anna in Shiloh, Holy Spirit, I pray this evening that you will visit them, O Lord, according to your will, according to your purpose, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hindrance, O Lord, Father, remove it in Jesus' name. Father, and I use this time to pray for all the pregnancy sisters that they are waiting for baby, O Lord, Father, I pray that you visit them in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you, Lord, you will grant them good health. I pray for you, grant them good, oh Lord, Holy Spirit, oh Lord. You give them a safe delivery in the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, because you've answered our prayer. Glory be to your name, oh Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now, brethren, I want you to pray for your children. I want you to bless your children. Prophesy into their life. Prophesize into the life of your children. I want you to touch your children. If your children they are sitting near you, touch them, pray for them. If they are far away, put your hand in, onto your chest. In that indicate you are connecting with them. Pray for your children. Prophesize into their life. Whatever you want God to do in, in the life of your children. This is the time. Brethren, to pray for your children. If you are expecting children, pray for the future children. And uh, also, this time, new children, pray for your parents. Pray for your parents at this time. Father, Holy Spirit, oh Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. We use this time to pray for all our children in the Bread of Life Fellowship, oh Lord. Holy Spirit, wherever they are, those that are here with us, oh Lord, those that, those that are far away, Father, I prophesy and I bless all our children. Wherever they are, the hand of God will be upon you. You are the choosing generation that God has created you for signs and wonders. The purpose of God in your life will surely come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus, I 
I pray for all you children that the God of hosts will help you. You will achieve your God in the mighty name of Jesus. You will fulfill your destiny wherever you are in Jesus' name. I pray for all our children that are schooling. I pray for wisdom. I pray for knowledge. I pray for understanding. I pray for fear of God. Let it be their portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever they are, they will always be the head, not the tail. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have no the beginning of the life of these children, we will never know their hand in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, O oh Lord, we commit these children to your hand, O oh Lord. Father, we commit them into your hand, O oh Lord. Father, Holy Spirit, O oh Lord, we return these children back to you, Lord. We want to them to serve you, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. Let your hand, let it be upon them permanently in Jesus' name. Those that are walking, O oh Lord, wherever they are walking, Lord, let them be the head, not the tail, O Lord. Let the hand of God let it be upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus, enemy will not take their life away from, from us in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, O Lord, we pray for every mother, O Lord. Father, Lord, you will be with our, our parents, O Lord. You will be with them, O Lord. Father, we will hear the fruit of our labor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we shall not labor in vain. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, this evening because you've answered all our prayer. Glory be to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, O oh Lord, because your word says you will grant us all our hard desires, O oh Lord. We thank you, Jesus, because you are able this evening, O oh Lord. All our hard desires, all the prayer that we, O oh Lord, we render unto you, O oh Lord. Father, we thank you because you've answered all our prayer, O oh Lord. We give you praise, O oh Lord. We give you honor. Honor be unto your name, O oh Lord. Thank you, Father, the way you, Lord, you have done in our midst this evening, O oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, O oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your manifestation. O oh Lord. We thank you because you are here before us, O oh Lord. We thank you because you've answered all our prayer that we are going to render this evening, O oh Lord. We give you praise, O oh Lord. Hallelujah unto you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. Let us give a clap offering to the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Let's be seated. Psalm 16, verse 8. I've said, I've always said God before me, and he's always at my right hand, I shall not be moved. I asked you last time to raise up your hand. Once again, I want you to raise up your hand. What is the next finger? The pointing finger, God bless you. The pointing finger is the next one. Because you have set God always before you and it's at your right hand you will not be moved Amen. the next finger is pointing finger who are those that make use of pointing finger very well somebody like me when you teach when you give someone for those that use their hand to demonstrate the teachers the doctors the preacher the pastors these are the people that make use of this finger it's time to pray for them because they need wisdom of God. They need to set God before them, always, so that they will not derail. So I will call on Pastor Steve to pray for those that give instruction, those that heal, the minister of God, the pastor, the teachers, and all sorts of professions. 
This is the time to pray for them because we have set God before us and he's always at our right hand. Let's give a clap offering once again to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let us rise. You are a fan, an omega. We worship you, our God. You are worthy to Jesus, you are the unlimited God. We ask that you be lifted high in our midst tonight in the name of Jesus. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be over all the earth, Father. Tonight, O Lord, Father, come and teach us what to pray. And not just what to pray, but let there be speedy answer to all our prayers, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name, O Lord. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. We have all heard what we are supposed to pray for. The word of God says, faith without works is dead. Abraham was justified of his faith by his works. He obeyed God. There is what to do to prove your faith. Without faith, without work, you cannot prove your faith. Praise the Lord. So, and we are to pray for people that instruct. We are to pray for doctors, teachers. I want us to open our Bible to Exodus 31. From verse 1 to 3. Exodus 31. Praise the Lord. Exodus 31, 1-3. I read. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of all of the tribe of Judah, and I fill him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom and in understanding, and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. To devise cunning was so whatever is our vocation, uh, uh, whatever is our profession, we need the spirit of God. God was telling Moses that he has chosen somebody and he will fill him with the spirit of God. In the book of uh, Isaiah 11, 11 2, God was speaking concerning Christ, the seventh spirit of God that he will rest upon him. For us to succeed as worker as a professional in whatever area of our calling, even as a pastor, men of God, as ministers, whatever 
name you answer, whatever is your vocation or your calling, we need to pray for those spirits. You see? God said he has the spirit, fill him and are fill him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge. I want us to just use that uh, Isaiah 11 too, that mentioned the seven spirit of God to pray for all professions that all our professionals that the Lord will release upon them spirit of God, spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of might, spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And when all these things comes, then there will be excellence in whatever we are doing. I want you to open your mouth this hour and begin to tell the Lord, Father, all of us professionals in your, in, in your fire yard, all professionals in the bread of life, all professionals in the body of Christ in this nation, we pray for them, Lord, as you feel Bessalil with the Spirit of God, we pray, Lord, that every one of us you feel with the Spirit of God, Spirit of wisdom, spirit of knowledge, understanding, spirit of counsel and might, you fill us with spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord, and to be able to do all kind of craftsmanship in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. And not, we still, when you look at the book of uh, John, John 14, 6. John 14, 26. Praise the Lord. He was still talking, the Lord Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit. And that the Holy Spirit is a teacher. He will come, the comforter. I said, we'll send the comforter. Which is the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. And he will teach you all things. We are going to ask for the Holy Ghost. Lord, all our professionals, fill them with your Holy Ghost. All our pastors, all our ministers, all the vessels in the house of God, whatever is your vocation, tell the Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost, that I will know all things. I will know all things concerning my calling, concerning my calling, either spiritual or temporal. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Let the comforter, which you say you will send, Lord, fill me with that Holy Ghost. Anoint all the professionals in our midst, everyone, whatever our calling, Lord, Fill us with your Holy Ghost that you'll be able to know all things in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. Psalm 89, verse 20. Psalm 89, verse 20. Praise the Lord. Psalm 89, verse 20. I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil of fire anointed in 21, with whom my aunt shall be established my arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exert upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I want us to pray for all our professionals, all of us workers, all the ministers in the house of God. Lord, Father, according to your word, establish every worker in their vocation. Establish every one of us in, your, in our vocation. In our area of calling, establish us. 
Establish us. Establish us, O Lord, with your hand. Establish us with your hand. And with your hand, stating us, O Lord. All professionals in our midst, all vocations, all whatever name we, we answer, Lord. With your hand, O Lord, establish us. With your hand, stating us, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. I want us to pray for all our professionals that the enemy shall not exert upon them. Neither shall the son of wickedness afflict any of them or any of us. I want you to pray that prayer that as a professional, oh Lord, according to your word, that the enemies shall not, shall not exert upon me. Neither shall the son of wickedness afflict me. As a professional, oh Lord, as the one, the job you have put in my hand, you have established in my hand, Lord. Father, the enemy shall not exalt upon me, O oh Lord. Neither shall the son of wickedness afflict me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. The book of uh, Psalm 92, verse 12, he said, was talking about the righteous that they shall be likened to the palm tree and cedar in Lebanon. I want us to pray for all our professionals and all uh, all the vessels of God in this fine yard. That the Lord said, let all professionals, whatever they are calling, and our minister, Lord, let them flourish in their feet like the palm tree and make every TBLM member grow as a professional like a cedar of Lebanon. Pray that prayer. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, we lift up all our ministers, all our leaders, our pastors, our council members, our family heirs, and all professionals before you, oh Lord. Father, let them, let them flourish like palm tree and grow like cedar Lebanon, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. I want us to pray these two last prayers before we round up because of our time. Praise the Lord. Elijah decreed that there will be no rain in Israel for three and a half years. And at a time, the, things became tough and the king, everybody was looking for Elijah about. And at the day, one of these uh, king's servants saw Elijah he said, ah, they have been looking for you. And eventually, when he made himself uh, to be seen by the king, Ahab, he told Ahab, praise the Lord, First King chapter 18, verse 41. He told Ahab, I can hear the sound of abundance of rain. Sound of abundance of rain. Verse 45 says, and there was great rain. I want us to sing. Maybe job rationalization that is taking place in Oman. Maybe it's because of what the children of God are supposed to do that they didn't do. Maybe we are supposed to be making declarations and we kept our mouth and we are just uh, after pleasure, pleasure, pleasure and uh, we can we can service only. So we are going to make declaration tonight and we are going to sing. There shall be showers of blessing This is a promise of love there shall be sincere refreshing sent from the Savior above. Shall was a blessing.
blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy draws and us are falling, before the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, precious reviving again. Over the east and the valley, sand of abundance of rain, showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy draws and us are falling. Before the showers we please. We stop here. I want us to pray that prayer and declare. Make that declaration. Concerning the land of Oman, we declare the sound of abundance upon this land. We declare rain, shower of blessing upon the land of Oman from this hour because of the children of God. Tonight, we declare the shower of blessing. We declare the sound of abundance of rain. Let there be shower of blessing upon this land. Let there be sound of abundance of rain upon the land of Oman, upon the land of Oman, upon every industry, upon every office, upon every work. Let there be sound of abundance of rain in the name of Jesus. Let there be shower of blessing upon the church, upon the GBLF, upon the land of Oman in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to pray for all our brethren that are out of job. That, you see, why God knows the reason why they are out of job is because he has a better one for them. But we are going to pray to God this our Lord. He said, John 6, 35, he said, I am the bread of life. Whosoever cometh to me will never hunger and he will never test we belong to bread of life. How shall we go hungry or go in testing? We are going to tell the Lord, all our brethren that are out of work, that are at crossroad of what to do this, our Lord, let there be speedy restatement, O Lord. Restate them, O Lord. Restate them, O Lord. Let's begin to tell God, God should restrain their job back. The reason why God has allowed that to happen must manifest. In the mighty name of Jesus, blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's give a clap of freedom to God. Let's have our seats. Let's be seated. Praise the Lord. Psalm 16, verse 8, I've said the Lord always before me, because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. You will not be moved in Jesus' name. The next finger is at the tallest finger. And I think this will remind us about our leaders. Because the tallest finger, this should remind us about our leaders. These leaders are the people that shape our life, one way or the other. They shape the nation. If the nation is not as peace, then that will affect life. Where they are fighting wars, we know what is going on there. The nations where there are corruptions, we know what is going on there. So this is this tallest finger. We just reminding us that we need to pray for our leaders. 
leaders in the business, leaders in the office, even leaders in the church of God, leaders everywhere, the administrators, the leaders in the industry, the leaders in the ministry, the ushering ministry, the praise and worship, Friday class, they all have leaders. This is time for us to pray for them. They need God guidance. God needs to guide them. God needs to pilot them in the right direction. That is why we need to pray for them. I'll call on Sister Wendy right now to pray, to lead us in prayer for all the leaders and the nation. Once again, let's give a round of applause to Christ. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are going to pray for the nations and the leaders of the nations and all leaders. Today, the nations of the world are in captivity, and we are going to stand in the gap and plead for deliverance and healing for the nations. Nations begin to fall apart and decay when God's people become cold, when God's people in those nations, when they become unspiritual and when they become worldly. And we have seen this when the people of Israel, when they started following the evil practices of the Eden nations, what happened to them? You know, their own nation, the, na the nation of Israel was weakened. And so this is what we are going to see. And when they turned to following idols, the blessings of God left the people of Israel. So someone said that nations decay and collapse, not because of corruption, not because they market drugs or not because they, they market sex trade, but because the people of God in those nations have failed to become salt and light in the nations where God has placed them. So we are going to pray for nations. God wants to use us to magnify his name in all the nations. First of all, we'll be praying for nations, and then we'll be praying for the leaders of the nations. Now we are all aware that the nations of the world are experiencing se severe drought and famine. We know it, devastating floods, unexpected earthquakes, all sorts of diseases that we hear, different kind of natural calamities we hear here and there. And very few people are able to ask the Lord, Lord, what are you trying to tell us in these disasters that are happening? You know, the eyes of the people, in spite of all that is happening, the eyes of the people are not opened. So we are going to pray for the nations. The book of 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 14 says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. So I just want you to stand up for this particular prayer because we are, going to, we are going to plead, we are going to confess the sins of our nations, where we come from, the nations of the world. We are going to ask for God's forgiveness and mercy for all the atrocities and all the wickedness that the nations have committed and the nations are still committing. So we have to cry to the Lord. Let's plead for mercy. Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, we stand before you, we humble ourselves, O oh God, we pray, we seek your face, and we ask you to forgive the nations. Father, we keep Oman as a point of contact, O oh God, we pray for Israel, O oh God, we pray for the nations we come from, we pray for the nations of the world, we have sinned against you. Father, we have sinned against you, O oh God, we have gone away from you, the people of the nations of the world. Father, tonight we plead for forgiveness. We ask for your forgiveness, O oh Lord, 
please have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. Let your mercy avail for us. You are the God of mercy and compassion. You are a God who is slow to anger. Lord, tonight, O oh God, we unite our faith and we pray that you will forgive, O oh God, that you will forgive in your infinite mercy because you are a God of forgiveness, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to pray for the salvation of the nations. Isaiah, you can have your seats if you want to sit down. If you want to stand, you can stand. Feel free to, you know, to communicate to the Lord the way you want to. Isaiah 25 verses 7 says, On this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all people, the sheet that covers nations. Now which means we must understand that there is a sheet or a veil that is hiding the truth of the gospel from the eyes of the people. So we are going to tell the Lord, every veil of ignorance of the true God. Many people are ignorant. Many people have not heard the name of Jesus. So every veil of ignorance of the true God and every veil of true religion that is covering the eyes of people, Lord, rip it apart. Rip it apart. Let the people's eyes be open. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying, Daddy. Father, this sheet... This shroud that is covering the eyes of people, Father. Father, blocking them from knowing Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Blocking them from knowing the true religion, O oh God. Blocking them, O oh God, my Father, to knowing, O oh God, the true God. Father, we pray that we rip this, this shroud, this sheet that is covering the people. We rip it apart in the name of Jesus. Have mercy, O oh Lord. Open the eyes of the people. Open the eyes of understanding of the people of the nations, Father. Have mercy, Father, upon us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Psalm 22 verses 27 says, all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn unto the Lord and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. Now all the ends of the world can turn to the Lord and worship the Lord only if they have been told the gospel. Otherwise it's not possible. So we are going to pray and tell the Lord, Lord, engrace and embolden all the born again believers in the nations to be salt and light and to be ambassadors of the gospel in the nations God has placed us. Okay? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying that you will engrace and you will embolden us, O oh God, all the born-again believers, wherever you have placed us. Give us the grace, Daddy, to be salt and light in those nations. Give us the grace to be ambassadors of the gospel. We need boldness, Father. We need strength. And we pray that you will do this for all the born-again believers all over the nations, Daddy, that we will not hide, Daddy, but that, oh God, my Father, we will show forth your glory, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 60 verses 3 says, Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. So we are going to take God at his word and say, Lord, you have said that nations will come to your light. Let's pray that the gospel will spread throughout the world and that the nations of the world Keep in mind as we pray, Oman, keep in mind Israel, keep in mind the nations we come from and the nations of the world, that they will come to the light of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take you at your word, Lord. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that the gospel of God, my Father, will reach, O oh God, to all the continents of the world, O oh God, my Father. The gospel will reach, O oh God, my Father, to the 1040 window, O oh God, my Father, to all those unreached nations, we pray, that those nations, the unreached nations, the nations in the 1040 window, God, Father, that all those nations will come, O oh God, including Oman, Father, we pray that this nation will come to the light of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, Father. Lord, do this for us. This is according to your word, O oh Father. Let your word come to pass, O oh God, my Father, even as we pray together in agreement. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We are going to plead the blood of Jesus for the healing of the nations. Exodus 12, 13 says, and the blood 
shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. So we are going to pray that the blood of Jesus will speak healing to our nations and the nations of the world. Let us plead the blood of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying. Let that precious blood of Jesus, Father, O God, speak for the healing of our nations, O God. Father, healing, O God, my Father, from so much, O God, from so much of wickedness, O God, my Father, healing from so much of corruption. Lord, let your precious blood avail for our healing, Daddy. Father, let that precious blood answer for the healing of the nations, O God, my Father. The nations we come from, Father, the nations, O God, my Father, in the Asian continent, the nations in the African continent, the nations in the North American and South American continent, the nations in Australia, Father, the nations in Europe, Father, the Middle East nations, the Far East nations, Father, Father, the nations of the Arctic region, O oh God, we cover them all. We plead for the healing, O oh God, of the blood of Jesus, Father, the nations of the Pacific region, O oh God, for the nations of the Antarctic areas, all these we bring before you. Lord, remember these nations, O oh God, and Father, we plead for healing through your precious blood, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 60 verses 12 says, For the nation and the kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Eh, those nations shall be utterly wasted. So we are going to pray and say, Father, have mercy upon our nations. Let our nations not be listed among the ungodly. And please save our nations from everlasting destruction. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, have mercy upon our nations. Have mercy upon India. Have mercy upon Africa, Father. Oh, Lord, have mercy upon the nations of the world. Have mercy upon this nation where you have placed us, O oh God. Father, have mercy upon Israel, O oh Father. Father, we pray that these our nations will not be listed among the ungodly, O oh God, my Father. Father, Father, please, in your mercy, spare our nations from everlasting destruction, O oh God. Father, we stand in the gap. We make up the hedge for our nations, O oh God. Everlasting Father, have mercy upon us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We're also going to pray that if any decree or policy that is being made that hinders the spread of the gospel, those decrees and those policies will not stand in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we are also praying, Father, O oh God, Father, in our nations, O oh God, my Father, Father, in this nation, any decree, any policy that would be raised, Father, against the hindrance of the gospel, against, O oh God, working against God's people. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Such decrees will not stand in Jesus' name. They will fall to the ground in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, for the sake of your children, do this, Father, and glorify your name. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now we are going to pray for the church in all the, in all the nations of the world. We are going to pray for the church. We are going to pray, first of all, that the Lord will pour out a spirit upon all the churches all over the world. Let's keep praying. Father, we pray that you will pour out your spirit upon all the churches over the world, Father. Father, we are also praying that the churches will grow in reverence. Let's pray the churches will grow in reverence and holiness and that the churches will maintain love and unity and servanthood among the brethren. Father, we pray that the churches of God, my Father, will grow in reverence 
and holiness. The churches will stand in awe of God. The churches will maintain love, unity, and servanthood among the brethren, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we are praying that the churches will be empowered with the spirit of prayer and supplication. Father, empower the churches of God to be burdened for the lost souls. Father, we pray, Daddy, hallelujah, that there will be a manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles in the churches of God all over the world, that the unsaved will come in and get saved, Father. Father, we are praying for the leaders in the churches, Father. We are praying for the leaders in the churches, Father, the servants of God whom you have chosen, that they will be flames of fire for you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we are praying that you will build your church and the gate of Hades will not prevail against it. The church of God and the nations will stand in the mighty name of Jesus. The forces of darkness, evil and wickedness, cannot prevail against the body of Christ in our nations, Father, in the name of Jesus. The church is your body, Father. Father, we pray that you would protect your body and that you will build your body, Father, and, the, and the, uh, the evil one will not be able to prevail against it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We are also going to pray. Psalm 122, verses 6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. So we are going to pray for peace and prosperity of Jerusalem and for the blessing of Israel, the nation and the people. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, you have told us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Father, in one accord, O oh God, we pray for peace, O oh God, my Father, and prosperity in Jerusalem. We are, play, we are praying for the blessing of the nation of Israel. We are praying for the blessing of the people of Israel, O oh God. Bless and prosper the people of Israel, O oh God, my Father. Thank you, Lord, that that is your very own nation which you have chosen for your own heart. So, Lord, we bless the people of Israel. We bless the people of uh, Jerusalem, O oh God, my Father. Let your peace reign in that nation, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. We're also going to pray for the, nation, for the leaders of the various nations. All nations are in need of God-fearing leaders. You know, leaders everywhere, they have to be God-fearing. And so we are going to pray uh, according to 1 Timothy chapter 2. We are going to pray for the leaders of the nations, the men and the women, to be God-fearing, to be God-fearing leaders and that God will influence the heart to rule the nations justly. Let us pray for the leaders of the nations. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the leaders of the nations, leaders of our own nations, the leader of this nation, O oh God, my Father. Hallelujah. Lord, that they will be God-fearing men and women, O oh God, that you will impute into their hearts the fear of God. Father, that you will influence their hearts, O oh God, my Father. We pray, O oh Lord, to rule and reign with justice and righteousness, Father. Do this, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We are also going to pray. Isaiah 56 verse 11 says, A, they are greedy dogs which can never have enough and they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain and from his quarter. So we are going to pray for the leaders of the various nations, leaders, wherever God has placed the leaders in various areas, you know, even over organizations, over companies, wherever God has placed leaders, we are going to pray keeping the leaders of the nations as a focus that, that the Lord will deliver these people from greed, from covetousness, from selfishness and evil pleasures that will lead them to corruption. Let's pray that the Lord will protect them. Father, Lord, we bring before you the, the leaders of the nations, O oh God. Father, protect them, O oh God. Father, we pray that you protect them, O oh God. Father, that you will shield them, O oh God, from covetousness, from greed. They are greedy. They want more and more. Father, we pray, O oh God, my Father, that you protect them from selfishness, O oh God, from being self-centered people, O oh God. Father, because this will only lead to corruption and the destruction of the nations. Have mercy 
mercy upon your people, Father, whom you have put in those nations, and for the sake of your people, whom you have put, the elect whom you have put in those nations, Father, we pray that you will have mercy upon these leaders, O oh God, and spare them of greed, Daddy, spare them of selfishness, spare them of corruption, spare them of covetousness, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Proverbs 28 verses 1 says, The righteous are as bold as a lion. So we are going to pray for leaders. Again, leaders of nations, leaders in the churches, leaders in various organizations, that God will give everyone boldness and courage to be instruments of peace in this troubled world and that they will be instruments for the spread of the gospel. Even people of God, wherever we are in whatever organization, let us be bold to spread the gospel. Let us pray. Father, we are praying for the leaders of the nations, Father. Oh God, that they will be bold and courageous, oh God, my Father. Oh Lord, to be instruments of peace, Father, in this troubled world, oh God, this world of strife. We pray that the leaders, oh God, my Father, oh Lord, will make that effort, oh God, to promote peace in the nations. The leaders of organizations, the leaders in the churches, oh God, my Father, oh God, for the pastors, for missionaries, for evangelists, oh God, for bishops and deacons, oh God, Father, for everybody, that they will be promoters of peace, oh God, Father, and that they will, oh God, be bold to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Last of all, we are going to pray for this land where God has placed us. We are all blessed. So we are going to pray for His Majesty and the Council of Ministers. Let us begin to pray for this land. We are going to pray for His Majesty that the Lord will bless him with good health and strength. Father, we are praying for His Majesty, the Sultan of God, that you will bless him with good health and long life. We are praying for the Council of Ministers, Daddy, the Under Secretaries. You will give them all the grace to govern this nation of God in justice, in righteousness and in peace. Father, we pray that peace will prevail in this nation, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, that this nation nation, O oh God, will enjoy peace and security, O oh God, that you will protect Oman, you will protect this nation, Daddy, from communal rights, from political rights, O oh God, O oh God, from internal wars, that you will protect this nation, O oh God. Father, we pray that you will bless, protect the nation also from natural calamities, O oh God, my Father. We put a wall of fire, let your light shine upon this nation, O oh God. Let your light penetrate into the darkness of this nation, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We are going to ask God to reign over the nations of the earth by singing the song, Reign King Jesus Reign. Let us sing. Brother Matthew will lead us. Reign King Jesus Reign over all the nations of the earth. Reign, King Jesus, reign over all the nations of the earth. Let the whole earth be filled with the glory of the Lord. Let the people come let them bow before thee, for thou alone art worthy to reign, reign, reign. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's have our seat. We have prayed for the loved ones. We have prayed for those that teach, that instruct, that healed. We have also prayed for the nations and the leaders. Praise the Lord. The next finger 
is the ring finger. The ring finger. That ring finger seems to be the weakest finger. So this reminds us that we need to pray for those that are weak. The brother that play piano here can tell us that that finger is the one that is very weak in playing piano. So this finger represents those that are weak. We might be weak in the heart, just like what the news yesterday that Sister Teresa lost her mother. Sister Angel lost her father sometimes back. So this is time to pray for those that are weak, those that are in trouble, those that are in pain, those that are sick. They need our prayer days and night. We are the one that can lift them up. We are the one that can bring them up. Why? Because we have set Lord always before us and it's our right hand and we shall never be moved. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the ring finger represents those that are weak. I will call on Sister Jasmine to lead us to pray for those that are weak physically or in the heart. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let's give a clap offering to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, just as our brother exhorted, these are the people who are going through one suffering or the other. We have people in our midst. There are people in the body of Christ all over the world who are facing one suffering or the other. So we are going to take time to pray for these people, that God would strengthen them, that God would increase their understanding in the midst of their suffering. Um, for, for our prayers this, this few minutes, what we are going to do is take some prayer points from the life of Job. So the first thing that I want us to look at is the sovereignty of God. One thing that suffering and know when we are suffering one kind of a loss or the other one thing that really hits us hard is the sovereignty of God God can do anything because he created us he created the world and he knows what he's doing but that is what really sometimes you know really uh, it, it is sometimes hard for us to keep trusting in God when we see what is happening is happening contrary to what we think is our agenda that's what happened with Job uh, Job, first uh, chapter, first verse starts off with saying that Job was a blameless man, a righteous man. He feared God and he shunned evil. But by the time this, that second chapter ended, he lost everything. Only thing that was left was his life and, of course, his faith in God. But in spite of all that, he still chose to say, God has given, God has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Those of us who have one suffering or the other, are we willing to say that? Is it easy for us to say that? No. But God expects that because God says that Job in, maintained his integrity in, and did not blame God or did not say anything wrong about God. And that pleased God. So the first thing that we're going to pray for is that, that God was give, give us the conviction to believe with all our heart that God is sovereign He's absolutely sovereign, and every act of his, 
is an act of his love. Even if it is a loss that we face, it is still an act of love. We might not understand it now, but in his wisdom, he does things. He runs the whole world, and he knows what he's doing, and we have no right to question him, but just to trust in him. So let us rise up to pray and ask God to give us that conviction and that assurance that we can have that God is doing what is good for us. Oh, Lord, we thank you, oh, Father God, for this time. Lord, we pray that you will give us the grace, oh, Father God, the conviction, Lord, to trust in you no matter what, oh, Father God, to know that you are sovereign and that you are a good God in the midst of our suffering, oh, Lord Jesus. At this time, we pray for all those in our midst who are going through one suffering or the other, one loss or the other. Maybe they are physically weak because of sickness or spiritually weak. Father, we pray that you will give us the grace to believe with all our heart, oh Father God, that you are sovereign and that you do everything. Every act of yours is an act of love, oh Father God. Increase our faith, oh Lord Jesus, to trust you. Cause us to be like Job, oh Master, not to blame you, not to find fault in you, but to trust in you, to keep trusting in you, even when everything that we depend on has been taken away, oh Father God. Give us the grace to confess and that you are good and that we will bless your holy name. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The next thing that we are going to see is in all this because of his faith he was found, Job was found well-pleasing in God's sight. You know, uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 9, therefore whether we are at home on earth or away from him and with him it is our constant ambition to be well-pleasing to him. Our faith pleases God. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. So we need to, in the midst of our suffering, when we are still waiting for the answer, when we are still looking up to God, our deliverance is yet to come, we need to be well-pleasing, and that is with faith. We need to trust God no matter what and be well-pleasing to Him. So let us pray. Oh Lord, we pray, oh Father God, that you will give us the grace to be well-pleasing, oh Lord Jesus, in your sight, oh Father God. With our faith, oh Master, we will please you, oh Father God. We will trust in you, oh Father God. That will be our constant ambition, like your word says, oh Father God, to keep trusting in you, oh Master. Keep trusting in who you are, oh Father God. You are a great God, almighty God, all-powerful God, and you can turn our situation around, oh Father. Like we sang this during the worship time, Father, you have the final say, O oh Lord, and you can turn around things, O oh Father, and you can make a way where there's no way, O oh Father God. And so we trust in you. Give us grace to trust in you, keep trusting in you, and to be well-pleasing in your sight, O oh Father. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. From uh, third chapter of Job onwards, we see that Job begins to waver in his faith. He doesn't lose his faith, but there are situations around him because the suffering has been going on for some time. It's been a few months now. He's been uh, on the sickbed for a long time. And so he's, his faith begins to waver and he starts complaining. And then his f three friends come along and they come up with such bad theology that even that forces Job know, to sin against God further by t doubting God and saying things, f fault, uh, false things about God. That happens to some of us when we go through a trial for a long time 
when it is persisting, when the misery does not come to an end, we tend to get there. The first thing that we're going to do is if at any point in life, because of one suffering or the other, we have found fault in God, let us take time to repent. I know I have done that, and I repented before God. Let us take time now to repent before God and say, Lord, we are sorry. Sorry for our lack of faith. Sorry for our acts of unbelief, O oh Lord Jesus. Sorry if we have gotten angry with you, O oh Father God, and not trusted in you, O oh Master. Lord, we are coming back to tell you, we are coming before you, humbling ourselves before you, and we are saying, sorry, O oh Lord. Father, forgive our sinful acts, O oh Father God. Who are we to question you, O oh Father God? We are nothing compared to you, O oh Master. You are awesome, O oh God. O oh God who sits at the right hand of God, you are seated on the heavens, O oh Father God, and we are mere human beings. Who are we to question you, O oh Father? Lord, we seek your forgiveness, O oh Master. We seek your forgiveness, O oh Lord Jesus. And let us continue to ask further on for the grace to be satisfied with God's holy will. His will is perfect. His will is good. We will take it as it is, even if it is inconvenient, even if it is painful, we will, even if it causes us to be troubled, we will still be satisfied with His will will and that we will not murmur. Yes, O oh Father God, give us grace to be satisfied with your will, O oh Father God. Even if the problem is long-standing, we will still continue to trust in you, O oh Father, because you are still a good God and you are sovereign over all, O oh Father. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The next thing that we are going to pray for is, in the time of waiting, what is it that God expects of us? The Bible says in Hebrews 10:36, patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. And another verse that I would like to read for us to read is Hebrews 12 verses 1b and 2. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. And this is exactly what brother has been exhorting us to do, to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. In the midst of our trial, when things get difficult, may we take grace to endure it patiently and keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. That is how we can endure our trial. So let us pray, brethren. Yes, O oh Father God, we pray and ask for endurance, O oh Master. Lord, endurance to keep doing your will, O oh Father God, to continue doing your will and wait till we get what you have promised, O oh Father God. Our deliverance will come from you alone, O oh Lord Jesus. We know that for sure. For each of us who's waiting on you, O oh Father God, in the midst of our suffering, we know that our deliverance will come from you alone, O oh Father. We thank you. Give us grace to endure, Oh, Father God. Give us grace to keep our eyes fixed on you alone, O oh Lord Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And give us grace to follow your example, O oh Father God. Your word says that it is because of the joy that was set before you, you endured the cross, you disregarded the shame. Give us grace to disregard the pain. Give us grace to disregard the inconvenience, the discomfort, O oh Lord Jesus, the trouble, O oh Master, but and still hold on to you, Father God. We thank you and we praise you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The last thing that we are going to do is, uh, I've taken this point based on the three friends of Job. They came there to comfort and console him. But they ended up doing the, exactly the opposite. Because they did not know what to say and what not to say. Because of which Job ended up saying things about God. He, he in fact started questioning God. We as, you know, as God's children, many times we go to encourage others who are suffering. Are we careful to say what God wants us to say? Are we careful and being sensitive in the spirit to discern the situation with the help of the spirit? Or are we going to say things in the flesh and judge the people who are suffering? May we take grace. May we take grace. Job says in the midst of all this, in Job uh, chapter 16, verses 20 and 21, it says, my friends scorn me, but I pour out my tears to God. I need someone to mediate between God and me, as a person mediates between friends. We thank God for Jesus. We have him as our mediator now. And like him, God expects us also to be mediators on behalf of our brethren. Will we stand in the gap for them selflessly? Will we be edifiers who build and encourage with our words and actions? Or will we tear them down with our words? May we take grace from God to be good intercessors, to be good listeners, to be edifiers, who will be slow to speak and slow to judge. Let us pray, brethren. Yes, O oh Father, Lord, like you, O oh Father God, like how you are an advocate in heaven, O oh Father God, advocating between us and the Father God, O oh Lord, help us to be intercessors who will stand in the gap on behalf of those who are suffering, O oh Lord Jesus. May we not speak things or say things that will cause them to hurt even more, that will cause them to, O oh Father God, lose their faith, but Lord, may we encourage and build them up, O oh Father God. May we be good listeners, O oh Father God, may we be slow to speak and slow to judge your Father. And may we do your will even in the way we support our brethren, to the way we are there for the weak ones, O oh Lord Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Let's close. Father, we thank you, Father God, for teaching us how we need to be, O oh Father God, in the midst of our suffering. Thank you, O oh Father God, for once again reminding us of your sovereignty, O oh Father God. And once again reminding us and giving us that assurance that you are a good God and everything you do is for our good, O oh Father. We thank you, O oh Master. Help us to endure patiently. Help us to take grace and to remain faithful. Not to turn away from you, O oh Father God, but to keep our eyes fixed on you, O oh Father. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And all the time, I've said the Lord always before me, because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Tell your neighbor, you will not be moved. Please have your seat. Praise the Lord. We have prayed for four groups. I'm sure you'll be imagining which group is next that we have not prayed for. The little finger should remind us about this, that the little finger itself is the smallest finger in our hand. 
And uh, this should remind us where we're supposed to place ourselves. Before God and before others. Where we have to place ourselves. And the Bible says, the least shall be the greatest among you. So your smallest finger should remind you to pray for yourself. This is the time for you to pray for yourself. Because you are praying for others. When the pointing finger points, the other finger send it back to you, point directly to you. So now we are praying for everyone, but this is time for us to pray for ourselves. I don't know what your need is. I don't know what your heart desire is. I don't know what is that thing that you're thinking that it will move you or it will shift you or that will shake you. I don't know what it is. So I will call on uh, Brother Temple to lead us in this next session of prayer. That is, this is time to pray for ourselves. If you have your prayer point, your prayer list, you may at the beginning of the year, this is time for you to bring them out and pray over it. May God bless his word. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's uh, once again rise up and uh, appreciate God. Let's offer thanks to him. The book of Jeremiah says, uh, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. Thank him and appreciate him for the increase in our life, increase in our midst, increase in the number of our strength, uh, number of, uh, increase in our strength, in our numbers. Every Fridays we see new people coming into our midst. We see people coming in. We see the uh, hand of God. We see miracles. We see everything God has done. Father, we appreciate you. We honor you. We thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you are here to do. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As part of uh, praying for ourselves, I think uh, we should pray for the salvation of our souls. Uh, we should pray for the salvation of our souls because it takes a soul that is salvaged to actually receive from God. Praise the Lord. A soul that is not repentant does not receive anything from God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Second Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Praise the Lord. So now we have to pray that the Holy Spirit will convict our hearts totally, totally, to live our lives for Christ. Praise the Lord. Pray and say, Lord, convict our hearts totally. Praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, convict our life, convict our heart totally to live our life for Christ. In the name of Jesus. Matthew 6, 33. But seek here first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We'll also pray and say, Lord, Holy Spirit should give us personal revelation of Matthew 6.33 to 
to seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto us. Lord Holy Spirit, we pray for a personal revelation, Lord, of your grace, of your spirit, concerning the book of Matthew 6.33, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Pray that the fire of the Holy Ghost would consume and destroy every force that wants to quench our quench or hinder our spirit of revival. Praise the Lord. Because when some, anything hinders your spirit, the flow between you and God is limited. You cannot receive anymore. So now we have to pray and say, Lord, whatever it is that the enemy wants to do to afflict us, to stop us from relating with you, we come against it by the blood of Jesus. Pray. Lift your voice and pray. Pray that the fire of the Holy Ghost would consume and destroy every force that wants to quench or hinder our spirit of revival. In the name of Jesus. O oh God of heaven, we pray by fire. The word of God says in the book of Numbers 16.35, And there came out a fire from the Lord and consumed the 250 men that offered incense. O oh God of heaven, let the fire of the Holy Spirit consume and destroy every force that wants to quench or hinder the spirit of revival in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember, we are praying for yourself. In the name of Jesus. The book of Matthew 15, 13 says, But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father had not planted shall be uprooted. Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted shall be uprooted. We shall pray for ourselves and for our family to be delivered from the grip of sickness, diseases, plagues, untimely death. Whatever the spirit of God has not planted in our body, command it now to be uprooted. You have a right to declare it commanded. You have a right to declare it uprooted. Decree it in and it shall be established unto us and the light will shine on our path. O God of heaven, we declare whatever you have not planted in our body, whatever you have not planted in our life, whatever you have not planted in our spirit, right now we come against it by the blood of Jesus. We declare it uprooted. We declare it uprooted by the blood of Jesus. Every evil devices, every evil character, whatever it is that keeps us far away from you, we bury it right now in this era. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of sickness, every plague upon our body, we come against it now by the blood of Jesus. And we command it to be uprooted. We command it to be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Decree also that you will enjoy sound health and fruitful long life. We shall enjoy sound health and a fruitful long life. Decree and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we will enjoy sound health and fruitful long life. In the name of Jesus. Sickness is not our portion. Sorrow will not be our portion. In the name of Jesus. Poverty is far from us. Every affliction is far from us. We declare them out of our life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. The Bible says he disappointed the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot perform their enterprises. 
The word of God cannot be disappointed, cannot be thrown away. He disappointed the devices of the crafty. The evil devices of the crafty, he disappointed it so that they cannot perform their enterprise. So you lift your voice and say, oh God of heaven, every evil devices of the enemy that is limiting me, that is not allowing me to achieve that which you have set aside for me, I destroy them right now by the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every kneel shall bow. And by the blood of Jesus, every incantation, every divination, every jinx, every spell, every handwriting of ordinances are destroyed. The power in the blood is great. Destroy upon this mountain every evil device of the enemy that is charged to work against you. Command them to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 125, verse 3, For the wrath of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. Lest the righteous put forth their hands upon iniquity. Decree that every evil work of the enemy shall not have effect upon you. Lift your voice. Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree whatever is the evil plot of the enemy, it will not have any effect upon my life. Every enchantment, every divination, every force of hell, I bind them right now in the name of Jesus. Every arrow that flies at night, it will not come to me in the name of Jesus. I command them frustrated. The wrath of the wicked shall not rest upon me. I bind every evil force, every encampment against me in the name of Jesus. Pray, decree, decree. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'd like to take you briefly to the book of Ezekiel chapter 37. You can put it on the screen. The book of Ezekiel 37. This scripture, I came across this scripture in the year 2006. I was on board a flight going to offshore. And the man who led us in prayer for the first time came through the scripture and I was really marveled. Praise the Lord. And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, dry bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. The bones were dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody here should speak to that situation in your body. Brakunda, hey, hold on just one minute. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and you will bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you. And ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So he prophesied as he was commanded, and he prophesied. And there was a noise, and behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bones to his bone. And when he beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon him and covered him. Praise the Lord. In verse 11, he said, Then he said unto him, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our paths. Praise the Lord. 
dry bones of my life. See after me. Dry bones of my life. Dry bones of my life. Dry bones of my destiny. Dry bones of my career. Rise up from that. Rise up from that. Brethren, this man of God, Ezekiel, was taken to a big valley where people died during the war. Years. Bones were dead. There was no flesh. And the Spirit of God took him there and showed him the bones. The head was here for a particular person. The other one, the leg is there. And when he declared, according to the word of God, the Bible said, the bones began to come together. And as he continued to prophesy, they became skeleton, standing, and they began to have flesh. It means to me that you can prophesy a thing and it shall be established into your life. And the light will shine on your path. Begin to speak after me now. Dry bones of my life. Dry bones of my career. Dry bones of my marriage. Dry bones of my destiny. Rise up from that. Rise up from that. Declare this to your life. Declare this to your life. Begin to pray. Every dry bones in my life receive strength now in the name of Jesus. Every dry bones of my destiny begin to receive strength in the name of Jesus. Whatever that represents Kapu Kade, Lizutiki Araba, Rekate Baka, Zelia Kadikaba, everything that represents mockery in my life, I command you to receive strength now in the name of Jesus. Ezekiel prophesied and he saw the power of God. Every evil word, whatever the enemy has put in my life, I command them to give way. I command them to give way. In the name of Jesus, every dry bones, whatever that represents dryness in my life, I bind you right now and I command you to rise. In the name of Jesus, is somebody praying? Somebody praying, declare it. Dry bones, rise, rise, rise. Everything that represents a filthy rag on my face, rise in the name of Jesus. Rise. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now we say, my star manifest by fire. My star manifest by fire. Hello, I cannot hear you. Speak. I said, my star manifest by fire. My star manifest by fire. My star manifest by fire. In the name of Jesus, my star manifest by fire. Manifest, manifest. Before the sun set truth this morning, let my star manifest. Let it manifest. Whatever is you, me, let it come to me by fire, by force. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Is someone set up tonight? In Jesus' name we pray. Every voice giving instructions against my life, say it. Every voice. I can't hear you. Every voice giving instructions against my life, against my instructions, against my life, my destiny, against my children. Be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Speak it out. In the name of Jesus, every voice giving instructions against my life, 
Every voice giving instruction against my career. Every voice giving instructions against my children, against my life. Be frustrated. Be frustrated. Be frustrated. In the name of Jesus, I command you to be frustrated now. Be frustrated. The Bible says, I will declare a thing. It shall be established unto me, and the light will shine unto me. You voice speaking against me from your coven, I bind you right now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Brethren, listen. Hear me. There is a man called Elijah. Elijah was a great man of God in days of the old. And he met 450 prophets of Baal that challenged his anointing. In anger, Elijah stood and commanded fire. When the fire came, the fire consumed their sacrifice and consumed the 450 prophets of Baal. None of them escaped. Now with a holy anger, I want you to recall your situation and say as many that has ever put us in any evil, as many that has ever called our name for evil in any coven, in any shrine, tonight we call fire upon that shrine. We call fire upon that shrine. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice to pray. Lift your voice to pray. Every enchanter, Paru's is here. I command fire upon that shrine where my names are called, where my family names are tied. I command fire, fire upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, angels of God, release fire into that coven. Release fire into that coven. Let there be fire upon them. As many that stood, as many that sponsored them, let fire be upon them tonight. Let them not have a place to escape. Let there be no place of escape in their life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. This session we pray quickly against untimely death, the spirit of death. Anything that represents death to us, to our families, to close relations, we will bind them tonight. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 25 verse 8, and he will swallow up death in victory. And the Lord will wipe away tears from off their faces. And he will rebuke, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken it. He is not a man to lie. He is not the son of man to repent of his sins. Whatever he says he will do, he has done. But you and me have a responsibility to put the words back to him and say, Lord, this is your word. Every spirit of death hovering around me, hovering around my family, hovering around my job, I come against you by the blood of Jesus. Every spirit of death around any of my loved ones, I curse you right now by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Say after me. This is the book of Psalms 118 verse 17. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Give a clap offering to yourself. Now we pray. Now quickly we pray for jobs. Open doors. The, time, the right tomb actually prayed for this. But we'll just pray again. Because it's not right to see most of us here. Some of us have jobs. Some are also looking. Some are looking for promotion. 
Now it's hour of the night. This is the time they meet in their covens and pray and begin to pin you when you're sleeping. When you wake up in the morning, you begin to respond to what they have decreed. So now you are awake, you can decree. Praise the Lord. So when you decree, you decree against what the enemies have said against you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We'll pray and say, Lord, give our brethren jobs in the name of Jesus. The book of Isaiah 43, 18, 19 says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of the old. Behold, I will do a new thing. I will do what? New thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I don't care how long you have been without job. But today, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is saying, He will make a way for you where there is no way. Speak and begin to pray. Any of your brothers, your relations, your friend, a member of the church that has no job, Spirit of the living God, give them a job. Give them a job. Give them a job. Before the sun set through, let them call them. Let them be called. In the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. This session we have two prayer points. I'll quickly round up. I actually, uh, praise the Lord. We will pray and destroy every filthy garment of shame and reproach. Failure, near success syndrome, placed on us, on our family, decree that we shall be clothed with new glory. And we'll use the same scripture to pray for our youths who are due for marriage, but are not yet married. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes, you see, the enemy will rub something on your face like a filthy garment. So if that garment is removed, eventually they will see you and they will begin to call you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The book of Zechariah 3, 3 to 4 says, Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garment from him. And unto him, he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee. And I will clothe thee with change of raiment. Praise the Lord. This is the word of God. So now begin to pray and destroy every filthy garment that has stopped you from being promoted in your office. Every filthy garment of shame, every reproach, every failure, whatever it is that has stopped you from moving to the next level, you are now praying and saying, let that filthy garment be thrown off from me. Let that filthy garment be destroyed in the name of Jesus. And our brothers and sisters who are due for marriage, every filthy garment covering them from being seen by their spouse, we command it to be removed right now. We command it to be removed right now. In the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Pray as you round up. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Let us lift our voice and thank God for prayers answered. He said, such that you have whispered into my ears, I will perform it. Lift your voice and say, Lord, we thank you. We appreciate you for answers to our prayers. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Let's be seated very briefly. I want this Psalm 16 verse 8 to be projected. Psalm 16, verse 8. I want each and every one of us, if you have your Bible there, please open it and read it. 
let's read it on the screen so that we have the same version. Shall we go? Set the Lord always before me. is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Praise the Lord. Verse 1, sister. Verse 1 of that Psalm 16. Verse 1. It said, Preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. Whom did you put your trust? In God. Now, we are going to rise up as we, are, as we begin to round up. Let's be on our feet. And we are going to pray. Oh, Lord, my God. I want you to look for prayer partner. Don't look at person you are sitting with since then. Look for somebody else. Look for a prayer partner. Oh, Lord, my God. In you, I put my trust. Preserve every prayer that I've offered this night. Now and forever. Begin to speak to the Lord. Jesus, Father, I pray for every prayer that I pray this night, Lord, I bring them before you. Preserve them because in you I put my trust. You have put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. So preserve God, that God should preserve every prayer point that you offer this night that shall, shall be answered in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray for the person that you are holding, that every prayer point that he has prayed this night, Lord, preserve them. Preserve them from all evil. Preserve them from all evil one. Every prayer that each and every one of you have offered this night, pray and decree that the God Almighty should preserve it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to look for another prayer partner. You say after me, Oh Lord my God, I have set you before me in all areas of my life. Nothing is permitted to move me. Nothing is permitted to shake me. Turn into prayer, brethren. I put you before me, Lord. I've set you before me. Nothing is permitted in my life to shake me. Nothing is permitted to pull me down. Tell the Lord, nothing is permitted to pull you down. Nothing is permitted to shake you because you have set law before you. Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. The time is going. We are rounding up that nothing is permitted to pull you down. Nothing is permitted to shake you in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Brethren, we are going to look for another prayer partner. You see, when the children of Israel, when they left Egypt, they were singing song of victory. They were doing what? They were singing song of victory. But by the time they came to the Red Sea, they met an obstacle. So you are going to pray that anything, anywhere, you see after me, anything, anywhere, standing before me are my godly heritage. 
What happened to the Red Sea? It parted. They should part. They must part. This night, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. You know that thing turning to prayer. You know that thing that is standing between you and the heritage that God has preserved for you. It is now time they must part in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them part in Jesus' name. Let them part everything that is standing between you and answer to your prayer. It is time right now they must part in the mighty name of Jesus. They must part in Jesus' name. They must part in the mighty name of Jesus. You have to pray against every forces that is resisting, against the promise of God in your life, that God should take them away in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hindrance that is working against you, that is not allowed the manifestation of, of, of of God in your life to come to pass. Now it is the time. They must part in the mighty name of Jesus. They must part in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Brethren, when the children of Israel, after they crossed the Red Sea, they were looking for water to drink. And they got to Mara, the water was bitter. Look for another prayer partner. Every bitterness in the life of this fellow that I'm holding. Lord, chain it to sweetness. Every bitterness. I don't know the form of bitterness. Because you have set God before you. And it's always at your right hand. Nothing will move you. Every bitterness in the life of brethren that I'm holding. I pray and I decree that Lord, you must not turn to sweet. This night, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's come back to our seat. Now, we are going by next tomorrow, we'll be in another month. That is why we need to pray this prayer. You say after me, Oh Lord, my Father, turn every pressure in my life to pleasure in Jesus' name. As I move to new months, Lord, every pressure turn them to, to pleasure in the mighty name of Jesus. Turn them to prayer. Remember to pray for your loved ones. Remember to pray for your family, your children that are not here, your children that are here, every pressure in their life. As you step in into the new month, now, Lord, you must change them to pleasure in the mighty name of Jesus. You must change them to pleasure in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Paraventure, we have not spread the prayer to where you want that prayer to touch this night. Now, this is that time for you. You know exactly what you, you want to put before God. Maybe we have not touched that area. 
now, silently, or how you preserve it, pre you want to present before God, quickly, table it before God, Lord, these are the area I want you to touch my life. Because I set you always before me. I shall not be moved. This issue must not move me. This issue must not shake me. Even if it's shaking me before, enough is enough. Begin to tell God that, Lord, this is the area of my life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In closing, Psalm 16, verse 8, I've set the Lord always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Praise the Lord. And because you have set the Lord before you, every power that want to move you, every power that want to shake you, Every power that wants to defeat you, we bury them into the deepest side of the sea in the mighty name of Jesus. As you step out, you are stepping out into your victory in the mighty name of Jesus. As you step out, you are stepping out into your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. People that don't know you, they will rejoice with you. People that know you, they will celebrate with you. People that they, they, they don't want to talk about you, they will talk about you in the mighty name of Jesus. Your case is different in the mighty name of Jesus. You go into the new month with grace of God and the power of God shall manifest in your life. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, almighty God. Because this night, once again, you have proved yourself. You have glorified yourself. Thank you because we have called upon you. And we have received answer to our prayer. Because we have set you before us. And you are always with us. And nothing from now, henceforth, will shake us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. So for Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, it's nice and mercy all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Go into your victory in Jesus' name.